is nothing more inspiring than a woman being unapologetically herself. The answers are all in your heart. She's waiting, she's waiting, she's waiting for you to set her free. Welcome to BU Podcast. I'm Jill Herman and I am so glad you're here. I was broke, insecure, and craved approval. But with grit, hustle, and sacrifice, I still built a successful multi-million dollar business. 10 years in, burnout, I slowed down and looked inward. In that silence, I discovered that the same level of success could have come to me with much less effort and so much more joy. That's when I threw out the expectations of the world and chose to unbecome every single thing I thought I was supposed to be. And the real me was uncaged. It was far from easy. And in this podcast, I'll offer my entire journey as a roadmap so that if you're ready, you can finally be you. Hey, it's Jill. Welcome back to Be You. So if you're visiting us for the very first time, we're really happy you are here. And we want to give a special thank you and acknowledgement to our listeners in Norway, Italy, and Japan, who have ranked us anywhere between number three in the category of spirituality to number 53, I think it is, 52 or 53. So basically top 50 in all those countries and top 10 in a couple of them. So thank you so much. I actually just got that information yesterday and it was really exciting to hear. So if you want to connect with me more, the best way is to join our text community. I have no programs that I offer and I just have our little BU Podcast Instagram account, which I would like to have you there. It'd be fun to interact with you. BU Podcast underscore. And the text community is 260-217-4675. Just shoot me a text there. It's actually me. It's not some sort of bot. And I send text messages out sometimes once a week, sometimes every couple of weeks with intention. And that group is the first group to know if there's anything new and exciting happening in the BU community. So today is going to be a short and sweet chat about what happens when we get quiet, what happens when we tune in and we listen. And I'm going to give you a message that I received while I was doing that. And it was obvious to me when I received this message that it was for you, so that I was supposed to share this with you. It's for me as well, but I was supposed to share it with you. It was very clear to me. So I wrote it down a couple of days ago, and I'm going to share it with you. Before I do, I want to talk to you a little bit about the difference between praying and listening. So I'm certainly no expert here. Um, and it doesn't mean that I'm right. I'm going to share with you that for me, and you can try this on and see how it fits for you. For me, I have come to the realization that there's no bad or wrong here either way when it comes to praying and meditating or praying and listening, praying and receiving information or guidance. And for me, I realized that I was spending a lot of time praying and very little time actually tuning in and listening. Because I thought that was the right thing to do. I thought it was sort of the good girl thing to do. I thought I was obeying my creator. It also was coming from a place of 
not enough, unworthiness. Some of that is from religious programming from years and years of being told that I needed to do that because I was an inherently sinful person. And some of that was coming from my own stuff, like my own wounds from childhood, you know, seeking the approval outside of myself, whether it's God or the neighbor next door. So if you find yourself doing a lot of praying, that's great. The question is, are you doing a lot of praying? And if so, how much listening are you doing? How much time are you setting aside to actually hear the guidance back from the creator you're praying to? And if you don't do a lot of praying, that's okay also. Are you taking time to listen to what your creator, divine love, that infinite force, God, whatever word speaks to you, whatever word fits for your life, how much and how often are you listening? There's no judgment here, but I think it's an important conversation for us to have. This might be a loving interruption for you. This might be an aha for you right now. This might just be a loving reminder. I don't know about you, but I tend to sort of ebb and flow with this. I'll be very tuned in. Um, there are certain times where I'm always, you know, centered in and grounded in listening. In the shower is one of them. You know, in the bath is another. If I'm walking like out in the woods or out in nature, that's another. Other than that, I do a lot of talking. I like to say things like, thank you. <laughs> I'm so grateful for my life. Thank you for what I've been given. Thank you for whatever lessons are coming. If I'm going through something difficult, I like to still say thank you. Help me see what you want me to see. Help me learn what you want me to learn from this. I might ask for support from my angels, from my spirit guides, from my specific guardian angel. This is a little woo for some people and not for a lot of you. I also will ask for support and guidance from my ancestors. And I realize that there are times when I just somehow forget to be still. I forget to quiet and really tune in and listen. There's no bad or wrong way to do it. And just like with anything else, it's a discipline. And so it's like working a muscle. First, you have to find the muscle. Then you have to decide to exercise that muscle, but you've got to be consistent with that. And if you and I are not consistent with that, it will never really develop. And that's okay, but we have to be okay with the outcome. The outcome is we won't have that muscle developed. Are you okay with that? If you are, you are. There are times when I've been totally fine with that. And this is a time in life where I'm not okay with that. I want it to be developed. I want it to be strong. I want to be able to easily flex that muscle, use that muscle, work that muscle. And I know that from people much wiser than me, that one way to ensure that besides consistency and you know, making it part of our daily life and not trying to make it perfect, by the way, right? Because that gets in the way of it being part of our daily life. If it's not perfect, I'm not going to do it. I used to think that. I don't know if you do that, but it's like, I would picture meditating as like this perfect experience and I've got the oils and I've got this and I've, no, I mean, you can meditate while you're driving. Just being still and, and having no technology and not thinking about anything and emptying your mind and just tuning in can be done anywhere. But besides doing it regularly, doing it consistently. The other thing is, you know, how clear is your vessel? This is why we go back to the basis of this podcast. It's called Be You. And that could go in so many directions. Who the hell am I, by the way? What do you mean, be me? I don't know who I am. Then you think you find yourself 
And then you have to give yourself permission to actually walk into the world as that person. That may be ending relationships. It may be, you know, looking differently, having a new way of, of presenting yourself in the world. The other part of being me and finding who that is, is I want to heal everything that's not me, everything that's been put on me by my family, my family patterns, by society, everything that's been put in my brain as like a running track that tells me what I am and who I am and how I be in this world. So we sift through that and we heal that and we sprinkle love on there and shine love and light into that. And then we got to get some stuff out, right? We talk about that in this podcast. We're going to somatic re- somatically release. We're going to basically, you know, use our body as a tool, tune into our body, reconnect with our body. Remember that we disconnect very regularly from the body by gaining into our head and being, you know, thinking all the time. So we do all that, right? We're sort of unclogging the vessel or the pipe, cleaning out the pipes. Another thing we've talked about is diet. Certainly don't need to preach anything, let alone eating perfectly, because I have never been able to eat perfectly, nor should any of us probably try to preach that anyone do that. And it is true that gluten and sugar will sort of like calcify the pineal gland. Like your connection is going to be not so good. You feel better when you don't eat that stuff. You feel better when you're not eating a bunch of dark, heavy, I say the word dark, isn't it funny that that word came to me? But that's the feeling of like processed junk food. It's just dead, I will say dark again, dark ick. Doesn't mean we can't have it, but let's just be real about it. When we eat a lot of that shit, we get clogged up. So we might be releasing old trauma and like, you know, loving ourselves and forgiving ourselves and forgiving our mother and finding our inner child and all of that and healing her and loving her. And then we're eating shit every day. And we're also not hydrating. When we hydrate, remember, our cells carry, the water in our body carries more memory than our brain. And our cells carry vibration and frequency and lots of memory. And it's a conductor. The water is a conductor. So when you and I are properly hydrated, we're going to be able to listen better to God, to our creator, to those messages that we're trying so hard to get in other places. So. I've been better about this with the new year and I was sitting down in a space that I've created for myself. It can be done anywhere, but I like having a sacred space. I have a sacred little space for myself. And as I was sitting here the other day, I had a really profound experience. I wasn't sure if I was going to share this with you, but then I realized this podcast is called Be You. It's not called Be Her. If I say this and people get freaked out or they don't like it, that's okay. They can either keep listening or not. So I'm going to be myself and share with you that I interacted with one of my angels. It's never happened before. In breathwork, I've had a few experiences like that, but this was absolutely one of the most beautiful experiences of my life. And I wasn't even planning on it. Of course I wasn't, right? It took me like by surprise or off guard because you can't force something like this. You can't plan meeting an angel. (laughs) But I've been disciplined. I've been keeping my vessel clean physically. I've been staying hydrated. I've been moving stuck energy out of my body. Simple ways, nothing complicated or fancy. Dancing around, you know, moving, doing a little bit of breath work. And lo and behold, I was sitting there 
meditating and breathing and just sitting in gratitude. And I had this beautiful tingly feeling. It was the feeling of peace combined with ecstasy, combined with love, combined with safety. And it's very difficult to explain and articulate in words. It's like, you know, trying to describe maybe a beautiful vision or painting to someone who is blind. You're not blind, but I can't really describe it. But I'll just say it was heavenly. It was brief. My brain tried to take me out of it a few times and I went back. I started to think, well, I I lost it. I lost it. I can't go back now. But I was able to. And the words that kept coming to me over and over were goddess of love. Goddess of love. Goddess of love. Was I meeting the goddess of love? Am I the goddess of love? I don't know, but I'm here for it. (laughs) And I just sat with it. And some guidance came through. You know what that feels like? It's not a whisper into your ear. It's, it's just this knowing. This knowing came through, giving me advice about something that I had been praying about. I had been asking for guidance about this topic. And it came through so clearly. It came through clearly, but the answers were not expected. They're not at all what I would have expected. And I took a few notes. I'm going to share them with you. One thing I didn't say is that Many times we will go outside of ourselves and look for experts. Having a mentor, having an expert, highly recommend it. Depending on an expert, depending on a mentor, absolutely not recommend it. I found myself becoming sort of dependent upon someone I've been working with for about 10 years. And I was messaging her about something that I've been processing And instead of answering me, she said to me, you are the creation, you are the creator. Ask your guides, ask your God, ask for the answer and you'll receive it. Don't ask me. It's time for you to start trusting that you can get these answers yourself. She was putting a boundary up. And what was the first word that came to me when I was, you know, calling in the new year? Boundaries. That was the first word that came to me. So if you heard the last episode, I had to practice with that or two episodes ago, where I accidentally crossed a boundary of one of my kids. This time, someone was putting a boundary up with me, and I thought the boundary word was coming to me just because I needed to practice having boundaries with people. It goes both ways, right? So she put a loving boundary up, and at first, I felt abandoned. It's the first thing that triggered me. I feel abandoned, and I realized this isn't, that's not what this is happening. That's not what's happening. Remember, when you get triggered, when you have a feeling in your body, of unease, what, ask yourself, ask your body, what does this remind me of? I'm safe. I'm loved. It's all okay. What does this remind me of? And it reminded me of feeling abandoned as a child. So then I realized it wasn't real. And I decided she was right. So when I came down to my special place to sit, I told myself, I can do this. I'm declaring this. I am the creation. I am the creator. I am the sage. I am the medicine woman. I am the direct line to God. I am love and light. I'm in love and light. I come from and I move through and toward love and light. That's when the connection happened. So this angel shared a few things with me. I got some guidance. After this was over, I opened my eyes. And the first thing I noticed was fingerprints. No, they weren't from the angel. (laughs) My fingerprints 
on the edges of the mirror that I have leaning up against the wall in this room. And then I noticed a second pair of fingerprints. And the message that came to me, remember your messages don't need to make sense to anyone else, but the message was, you're not alone. I told you we were here with you. We're doing this with you. Then I quickly saw the number five twice. Now, I may have seen the number five and thought nothing of it, but I knew it meant something. And so I looked up the angel number five and it all made sense. Then I scanned the room and I noticed an ottoman that I have in this room that I've seen a million times. And I noticed something in the tapestry I had never noticed before. And the message was, there's always more than meets the eye. As I continued to scan my surroundings and just sit, I have a few different decks, as you know. I've, I've pulled cards for you before. And this particular deck was like, it just felt like it was calling my name. And it almost felt like it wasn't, but it felt almost like it was moving, like you need to pull a card. So I did. And the card that I pulled was Earth Mother. And the guidance completely lined up with everything else I had received. I've been trying to get myself to be more consistent with truly getting quiet and listening and plugging in to divine love, to angels, to God. Like really like, saying, look, this is my time to do that. And after this happened, I wrote down, breathe, move, receive guidance, create. One of the things that the Earth Mother card said was you're being guided to make decisions out of love. And the question I was asking guidance around was about something with one of my kids. And it just, it was just so clear. So although what I just said doesn't apply to you, you know, per se, I just want to share with you the beauty of making that time intentionally and being open to whatever you receive. Remember, and also don't be afraid. You get to decide what filter this goes through. I used to be afraid to sit and listen. I'm like, am I opening myself up to something I shouldn't? Is something bad going to happen? I only want to be talking to God here. And I'm not afraid anymore because I know, you know, I set that intention before I start. So you might be one of our listeners. We have several who is quite experienced in this and I'm the novice. So thank you for, for listening and, and for graciously entertaining me explaining a very sort of kindergarten version of what you might experience. The next day, I came down to the same place. And before sitting down, I was prompted to open up my journal and write. And this part was for you. This is what I mentioned earlier. This is 100% for you, me too, but it was for you, not just me. I knew as I was writing, I couldn't even write fast enough. The, the words were coming to me and I couldn't write fast enough. So I'm going to share this with you now. It's sort of in two parts. The one is what we're talking about, sitting still and listening, not just praying and talking, but actually listening. But the first part I was surprised about, but I'm going to share it anyway. It says, if you don't cry and if you don't let it out, If you don't weep, your cells and organs and your body will. Pain, illness, swelling, blockages, disease, mystery symptoms will show up. Let it out. Let your body weep. Let yourself be angry. Let yourself cry. Feeling is healing. And emotions are simply energy in motion. The second part, like I physically drew a line to delineate between the two. 
You're praying. But are you listening? You're doing all the talking. Are you listening? You're letting others speak for me. Let me speak to you. Clear your mind. Clear your vessel. Physically, through diet, hydration, and breath. Shh. You need to be quiet and quiet the outer noise. Quiet the internal chatter and just be quiet. Sit or walk in nature without distraction. Often. Consistently. I will speak to you. I am speaking to you. Your angels will assist you and guide you. Be still and know that I am God isn't exactly what you think. And I'll let you interpret all of that, including that last line, however you choose to interpret it. That's what came through. And I'm also going to read something else to you. This is from the uh, Red Tent booklet that was gifted to me by my dear friend Peyton Callahan when she hosted the Red Tent for my 50th birthday. The author is Morgan Harper Nichols. And perhaps what made her beautiful was not her appearance or what she achieved, but in her love and in her courage and in her audacity to believe. No matter the darkness around her, light ran wild within her. And that was the way she came alive. And it showed up in everything. So as your friend, perhaps your new friend, I'm not suggesting anything. I'm inviting you to consider adding listening to the talking and praying and asking, knowing that you can receive these messages. You don't need a special interpreter to quiet your mind, quiet the distractions, keep your vessel as clean as possible, keep your vessel hydrated, get out into nature, get into the bathtub, somewhere in water, or just sit in a cozy corner in your house with no distractions whatsoever. Breathe, love yourself, and fully surrender, and the answers will come. Your body is so wise. It's a beautiful, beautiful conductor and connector. Just trust that the answers are there. So have a beautiful week. I can't wait to be back with you on next week's episode.